Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, the Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the God and Your Business podcast. And today, I want to share something that occurred to me in my time of prayer today. You know, I started writing it out. It was almost like a poem. And I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot wait to share this with my God and your business people. Okay. And so I'm going to read it and I'm going to go through the scripture references for it and all of that. But it started off with, I'm a creator, right? I'm a creator because I was thinking about my life, about our lives and how sometimes we react to it as if we don't have any control. And I started thinking about how God will approach it, how Jesus would approach it. I started thinking about whose image I'm made in, and this kind of just came out. And so I'm going to read it, and then we're going to work through it. And my hope is that this inspires you more than ever to get into the driver's seat of your life under God and just make it what he called it to be, right? And so so this is it. The title of this is I Am a Creator. And it goes on to say this, God is a creator, I am a creator, for I am made in his image and his likeness. He created the world. He gave me the ability to create my world. He gave me tools and resources for the job. Tools and resources like my tongue, which has the power to attract death or life to my life. My imagination that triggers his action. Prayer that he acts in response to. The blood of Jesus that keeps the destroyer away. The name of Jesus that destroys the evil creations the enemy tries to throw at my world. The word of God, the raw material for creation. The angels who work to fulfill the word of God the Holy Spirit who lives inside me and is the custodian of all the wisdom I will ever need. I am not called to roll over, play dead, and accept whatever life throws at me. I am called to take my place as a co-creator under God and rule my world. Lord, open my eyes to see myself the way you see me. Help me discover all the tools and resources at my disposal. Help me make my life the masterpiece you designed it to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Isn't that so cool? Okay, so let's unpack this though, okay? So, you know, I'm just gonna go a few lines at a time and kind of unpack all the thoughts behind it. And think about this, right? Like you as an entrepreneur, your business can happen to you. Your business can you know or you can take charge under god you can use the tools and you can play offense right and so in the beginning it says god is a creator i am a creator for i am made in his image and likeness and this is something that i like to think about a lot because 
I had a lot of insecurities and low self-esteem and things like that. But if I understand my identity by God's original intent, when he was making man, when he was making humans was, I want them in my image and after my likeness. And so I am in the image of God, which means that I am royalty, which means, and if I'm after, I'm made after his likeness, like function like him, then it means he's a creator. I create too. Right. And so it just puts me in that frame of mind where I'm not ordinary. I'm not normal. I'm somebody made in the image of God. I'm special, right? Okay. And I can create. I'm not a thermometer where I just take the temperature and report it. I'm a thermostat. I set the temperature, right? And if you think about your life that way, you could be a reporter or a creator. Is more powerful to be a creator and you're called to be a creator, right? And so God is my creator. I am a creator for I am made in his image and likeness. And then the nexus says he created the world. He gave me the ability to create my world, right? And so I want you to think of it this way, right? People may say, oh, there's a recession, there's a recession, there's a recession, but you could have a business that's thriving. There could, oh, there's a recession, business is shutting down, but you have a business that is thriving. And so there is your world, right? And so God made the earth and all that. He's a creator, but I have my world that I live in, right? With it, which is inside the whole world, but I have my own world I live in and I'm expected to create there, right? Okay. And so let's look at the tools. Okay. So one is the tongue. And if you look at Proverbs 18, 21, it says life and death, death and life are in the power of the tongue. It says in some, in another translation actually says that the tongue brings life or death, right? And so with our words, we create, we don't just report, we have creative ability. So the question is, what do you say about your business? Are you saying about your business, what God is saying about it? Or are you just reporting, oh, business sucks, business is so bad, I don't even know how to do this, all of that. Or are you saying what he is saying, right? I'm the head and not the tail, I'm above and not beneath. Are you saying those kind of things? Bless God, who is the one who gives me the power to prosper, the power to create wealth, right? Are you saying what he's saying? The second tool here is the imagination, because in Ephesians 3.20, it says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or imagine, right? And so the imagination is a tool that he's given us and we can choose to put use it in such a way that he can come in and intervene or not. And so if he's going to do more than I ask or imagine, of course, he's going to do the things that are aligned with his word. And so if I am imagining what his word says, if I'm imagining what life will look like when his word comes to pass and all of those things, then I'm giving him something to work with. But if I'm not, then it's a tool, but it's not working for me. Okay. The third one is prayer, prayer that he asks in, acts in response to. So he said, ask and you shall receive right? That's Matthew 7, 7. Ask and you shall receive. Ask. And the truth of the matter is, I'm sure this has happened to you, but we've had times where we have challenges. We have things that are confusing. For instance, in our businesses, we don't know the next step to take and all of that. And we've talked to everybody. We've talked to our friends, our parents, our spouses, our coaches. We've even posted about it on Facebook and all of that, but we never asked him. We've never asked him. We've never prayed about it, right? And he's inviting you. It's a tool he gave. Like, ask me. I'll tell you, 
right? Ask me, I'll show you, ask me, I'll answer, right? And so that's a tool that has been given to us to create our world because we, with that, we can pull on his intervention. Then you have the blood of Jesus, right? The blood of Jesus, which is described as a hedge of protection. And so if you think about it in, in the book of Exodus, when the children of Israel left Egypt, when the messenger of death was supposed to come in and wipe out like all the firstborn sons, the strategy that was given to the children of Israel was to take the blood of a lamb, which is representative of the blood of Jesus, and put it on all the lintels. And everywhere that the blood was, the messenger of death didn't come in, right? And so think about how powerful the blood of a lamb that was serving as a token representing the blood of Jesus was. was. And then think about the blood of Jesus, right? Okay. And then the next tool is the name of Jesus, right? The name of Jesus, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they're saved, right? Jesus talking about his disciples in John 17, he said, of all the people you gave me, I lost none. I kept them in your name. That was the protective power. I kept them in your name, right? I lost none except, you know, the son of perdition, which was Judas who betrayed him. The word of God, which is the raw material of creation. Everything was made by the word, right? Everything was made by the word. The angels who go to work to fulfill the word. And so if you look in Psalm 103, verse 20, it says, Bless the Lord, you his angel that angels that excel in strength, hearkening for the voice of the word. Okay. So the angels, they're strong, they're mighty, and all of that. And they're listening to the listening for the voice of the word. So one of the things we do is with our tongue, we're declaring the word of God, which activates the angels to go to work on our behalf. Okay. And then the last tool that I have, you know, this is not an exhaustive list, but the last tool I have here is the Holy Spirit who lives inside of me and is a custodian of all the wisdom I will ever need. Like, think about that. Like every decision I have to make, every question I have, all of that, I have an ally and he is the smartest being in the universe living on the inside of me who will give me inside information. I mean, unbelievable, right? And these are all, like, I want you to think, just think with me for a minute, right? Think of what your life would be like if you use all these tools regularly. If you leverage the power of your tongue, the power of the word, speaking the word so the angels can go to work, the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, taking advantage of the wisdom on the inside of you, taking advantage of the open invitation God gave us to ask him so we can receive. If you you have all those things, like, your business, your life, it doesn't just have to happen to you. You can also leverage all of these things to trigger the move of God in your business and your life. And so I want to leave you with this thought that you're made in his image and after his likeness, you're not a reporter, you're a creator, and you've been given so many tools. It's time to learn more about your tools. It's time to start practicing using your tools so you can become really good at it. You can become competent at it. And you can watch your business where it's not just by your power and might, like there are things that you will have to do, but you're really engaging the supernatural help of God because you know how to use the tools. So my challenge to you is, is do this, right? And I cannot wait to see the kind of business that you'll create. And I think even more rewarding than, than that would be the person you become in the process, because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And if you learn to become a creator in your business, you learn to become a creator in, in your life, like in your family, in your health, in your social capital, like all of those areas. And so it impacts 
who you become and it impacts your ability to enjoy the journey. Because, you know, yes, entrepreneurship is hard, but we have help. We don't have to do it all by ourselves and there is no destination. You know what I mean? And so being able to enjoy the journey is such a gift and it's a gift that I would love for you to have. Okay. So that's what I have for you guys. Go practice being a creator. Go practice playing offense with your business and your life. And I'll see you on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.